What's up, what's up, guys? I am so excited to have my girl Leah Silberman on the pod. I know many of you have heard of Tovita Nutrition, and I thought, why not bring the creator in and pick her brain a little bit? So with that being said, Leah, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks I would for having love, me. love, love for you to just start with the basics, where you're from, where you went to school, just everything that's the background of before Tovita. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks so much for having me, first of all. This is so fun here in your apartment. <laughs> you're baking challah. Yay! Guys, I made a funfetti and a sesame seed one. It's going a little crazy today. Maybe we'll try it after. Yes, we will, for sure. It was too hot before. I know. It was, <laughs> this apartment was so hot before. I walked in and was like sweating in here. I'm sorry. She's schwitzing, people. I'm learning my way. So give us your rundown. Tell us all about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So I am from New Jersey originally. Mm-hmm. And I think nutrition started for me from a very young age, or my interest in nutrition, rather. It was kind of actually twofold, to be honest, like where I had that aha moment. The first was, I was in like third or fourth grade, Mm -hmm. and we were learning about slavery at the time. And I remember in one of like the children's books we were reading in class, there was something about the slaves and the kids who would work in the kitchens of their plantation owners would prepare meals for these families and they would steam vegetables for them and they would drink the water that all of the nutrients from Mm -hmm. the vegetables leached into so they would serve these families the steamed vegetables and they would drink the water right and that's how they would get their nutrients Nutrients. and nutrition and I remember reading that fact from such a young age and thinking wow that's crazy that's incredible so I remember I would Smart ask <laughs> I would ask my mom when she would steam vegetables, I would say, can you set aside the water? I want to drink it. And I would hold my nose. It tastes horrible. But I would drink it because there were, that's where the nutrients were. It's fascinating. So that was like one thing from a young age that just piqued my interest. Um, and then the second thing happened a few years later. A friend's father passed away. Mm-hmm. We were really young at the time. They never shared with us the cause, the reason why. But I remember for some... It it was probably the first death that I came close to. Mm -hmm. And it really hit me. And I remember thinking, well, was there anything that he could have done to prevent this? I still, to this day, don't know the reason why. But as a really young kid... I must have been in middle school. I compiled like a medical dictionary of like, like high blood pressure and this is what it leads to and different kinds of cancers. And this was like a kid's version of all of this. But I would literally sit there and read through and read these like medical terms and try and understand what it meant. And a commonality that I recognized was they all kind of talk about there was literally one line, like a one-liner, about prevention and nutrition and, and the diet and how the diet can be a form of prevention. Right. And that is just something that, like, stuck with me and that, honestly, from, like, high school, I tried to implement in a way where I was just trying to eat healthy right. for prevention because this event shook me and scared me so much, if that all makes sense. No, of course. I mean, my grandmother died very much younger than she should have, and mm-hmm. it was fully... Uh, you know, her cholesterol is very high. There were many, we still, my mom fully has changed her diet because she's like, I'm not going to pass away from my cholesterol being too high or having too much sodium or whatever it may be because at after the age of 60, things change entirely. So it is very important that... Before the age of 60, things can change. And honestly, there's just so much you can do 
you know, to prevent these complications from occurring in the first place. Absolutely. And that's kind of where like my passion lies. And that's, I guess, the beginning of it all for me. Um, I went on to college and I, nutrition still like wasn't a thing today. It's such a right. thing it wasn't, that people, Wellness wasn't a thing then. This is six years ago. Um, more than that. This yeah. was, yeah, way more than that. Um, like 10 years ago. So crazy. We're so old. I know. <laughs> um, and yeah, nutrition just wasn't really a thing. And I ended up majoring in dietetics. I went to the University of Wisconsin undergrad mm-hmm. and they had a nutrition program. There were like 13 people in it. Um, and I, you know, nutrition was an intent, or sorry, pre-med was an intention, not a major. Nutrition was a major. So I thought to myself, I love science. I want to pursue this. So I majored in dietetics and Mm -hmm. thought maybe I would end up doing pre-med. Um, ended up going to NYU right after college, um, doing my master's in clinical nutrition there and my dietetic internship at Montefiore Medical Center there. Guys, I'm shaking my head. She's like a brilliant genius right now. I can't even. I don't know about that. I don't know. I go that far. Really are. Um, but yeah. And then by 2014, I was officially a dietitian. I had my license. Um, I was lucky that I did major in it undergrad because at that time, not that many schools offer these programs. Um, and you know, it's funny, my, most dietitians at the time who I consulted with, like, Hey, what do I do next now that I have this degree and have my license? Um, so many of them urged me to stay in the clinical nutrition space. Uh, meaning you, you do a few years in a clinical setting, like a hospital, something inpatient, and then go from there and you'll be able to exercise that clinical knowledge that you just spent the last, like, seven years learning. Um, So I didn't love working in a hospital. I just felt like it wasn't the right place for me. I was going to say, it does not, you don't give me the hospital vibes. No, no hospital vibes. Mm -hmm. It it felt awkward from a nutrition perspective because I felt like people are admitted to the hospital for acute or chronic illnesses usually, like some kind of emergency situation happens and they're not in the mindset of like, okay, let's focus on nutrition today. They're in the mindset of like, get me out of this hospital. Um, so I ended up, I thought a happy medium was working in a subacute rehab attached to a long-term care facility Interesting. and hated it. It was just like, I, <laughs> it was my way of like cutting a corner, keeping one foot in the clinical mm-hmm. world and one foot out. Um, and it just really wasn't for me. So I, at the time was talking to a friend who also had gone to NYU and she was a year behind me in the program. And we both wanted to start something in private practice, but we did feel like we were really young. I was 25 at the time. She was 24. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had only had like a, under a year's worth of a real job, quote unquote. Right. Um, and she was coming straight from the master's program. But we both agreed we didn't want to be in, in clinical practice. So we started Tobita together, mm-hmm. which is what you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It was definitely a, a great experience. It was awesome working with someone, and I think we both kind of gave each other the confidence to start something. It's Absolutely. really scary. It's, you like, even when we were talking about podcasting, like it's really nice to have somebody else to do it with just because it's like dual relationship. You're not alone. You can be like, shit, this didn't work out. I have someone to talk to about this specific situation. You know what I mean? It's like a nice dual relationship that you can have, especially in – a world that 
when you started, it wasn't saturated. No. Now it's the most oversaturated world, but that's why you got to find the right people to go to. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and once you hear about Leah, you will follow her like I do nearly and dearly and only do what she says because she's a very smart chick. And you know what? I need to circle back to 2014 because I graduated college in 2013 and mm-hmm. I was the epitome. I went to the University of Arizona. I was the epitome of the grossest college girl like I literally had Jack Daniels bottles lined up around my my dorm my apartment like ate wings all night like was just like woke up at 12 in the afternoon which now you know me I'm up at 5 a.m which Mm -hmm. is absurd so for me I remember like I remember coming back from abroad and being like oh my god what happened like what are, what did you allow your, like yourself to do like I couldn't I couldn't do yoga like I would catch myself within five minutes being like I can't even I can't even do this anymore mm-hmm. so what would you say to someone because I just want to circle back to that timing of the beginning what would you say to someone who was in a place where I was who didn't get the proper education of any nutrition at all whatsoever mm-hmm. and who just like Again, most college kids do live for the weekends and live to just, like, drink and whatnot. But there has to be, I think, there's got to be a way that we can kind of not digress from that but have fun and also, you know, not look in the mirror four years later and be like, what did I do to myself? Like, truly deeply. And it wasn't just looking at myself. It was, like, internally I did not feel good. Like, everything about it. And I, I had to go to therapy over it because I was just like, <laughs> this something. It's like you, you let you – let, I fully yeah. let go for four years. And, like, you know, it wasn't – the number on the scale doesn't bother me. It was, like, who I'd become. Right. You know, I, I am a big practicer now, and I won't let myself get off the deep end. But, like, I did at one point, and I know so many people do. So how would you tell somebody, especially in that time of their life, because mm-hmm. I think that's the time where you're most explorative with foods or, you know, we don't have as much money to spend on yeah, totally. fresh produce. What would you say? Because I want to go into being an adult, but since we're at 2014. Right, since we're at 2014. Um, well, I will say, first of all, that it is a different world now than it was when we were in college Mm -hmm. now social media is everywhere and girls boys are Mm -hmm. able to look at other people and follow nutrition and health and wellness accounts and become inherently motivated so we didn't have that so we were just living in our little bubbles and going out and partying and eating gross food and not knowing that there was this whole world of health and wellness outside so honestly just the environmental tones have changed yeah um so that's one thing but also I mean again with the whole prevention mindset Mm -hmm. people say the youth is wasted on the young and while I don't entirely believe that I do think that you know if you are a healthy young person going to college and partying and whatnot remember that you will age eventually and anything that you can do to kind of better yourself and successfully age and maintain your health you should do and factor into the equation I just I just wanted to bring that up because I know for myself and it shocks people that that's who I used to be Mm -hmm. um but that's who I was and I think that's a lot of people I think a lot of people fully trans you know six years later I don't eat I'm not up all night eating wings and drinking beers that's just not who I am but I know that there are so many people who listen that Maybe you are still doing that and want to change. And it is, you know, I didn't even think about the fact that these kids have Instagrams. And they, I wonder if it almost is harder because they have something to compare to. Like, I didn't have anything to compare to except, like, my yoga teacher who I'd be like, Mm -hmm. I feel gross today. And he'd be like, so we'll sweat it out. Like, that would be just it. Like, now I wonder if it's almost, like, terrible for them, like, to be in college, drink, 
eat and well you know what now a lot of college campuses have like workout studios and I know I mentioned I went to school in Wisconsin one of my friends actually started Camps Fitness which oh my god I heard of it in Miami yeah yeah well they're from Miami yeah (laughs) um but yeah so Camps Fitness is in Madison oh my god that's brilliant and it's something that wasn't there when I was in college nobody cared about working out nobody cared about maintaining a healthy lifestyle no it was like you went to the gym to like be cool yeah yeah (laughs) totally totally (laughs) it wasn't even about like getting on the treadmill I was like let me put my cutest outfit on and see who like walk around totally. and like that was it that was like what working out and I say that in quotes meant to me so now that we're past that point I want to move on to Tovita and I would be lying if I said I didn't google what Tovita meant so I know what it means why don't you give us what it means yeah so I actually wanted to wrap this around like back to when I was explaining kind of the foundation of Tovita um, because now there's been some new developments Mm -hmm. that I'm excited to share with you but okay so running it back to my friend and I from NYU had Mm -hmm. just graduated I had finished under a year of my first job and she had just finished the master's program we got together and we started Tovita. Tovita I know you had asked me this earlier Mm -hmm. but it stands for whole energy and life in Latin and I combined the words and brought them together and Latin of course is the origin of so many different languages Mm -hmm. and our philosophy was kind of bringing people back to basics back to their origin there's so many fads out there like stop listening to the 100%. all of that noise and go back to basics and that's where what Tobita means and, totally. and meant to us um and anyway we were doing this private practice where we would see people virtually so over video conference or whatever it was from all over the country and it was great uh but our parents kind of said okay we're so proud of you but maybe it's time to get a job like we'll give you a year but right. then maybe you get a job simultaneously <laughs> Um, And that's kind of what ended up happening, and I, a year later, got a job to kind of supplement what I was doing with Tobita, and uh, my partner at the time went the other way as well, and I kind of said, you know what, maybe this isn't meant to be, I'm just going to focus on my job right now and not really... Tovita. Mm-hmm. And I just kept getting inquiries for clients like through Instagram and social media. And I sort of surprised just... Me. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I'm I was surprised. Yeah. I was surprised. I was like, oh, like I was barely even active on the Instagram, but I would get these inquiries and I would take them anyway. And it kind of maintained my interest and passion and something that I was always passionate about. Absolutely. So I was like, you know what? There's no reason for me to stop doing this. I'm just going to do this solo now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's basically basically what happened I was doing it solo up until uh, this past December so yeah so this past December there was a a new big development and um, I was approached by a doctor in a private medical practice he's the founder of the practice it's called medical offices of Manhattan Mm -hmm. Um, they have primary care cardiology and GI um, and they wanted to develop a nutrition and wellness program Mm -hmm. uh, and have a dietitian spearhead it and I just kind of thought it was the perfect opportunity. As you know, I'm As so I'm smiling and I'm like, it's the perfect opportunity for you. The perfect opportunity it really is, was, um, and recently I've been building this out with them. It's called Wellhouse, W-E-L-L-H-A-U-S. Mm-hmm. And right now we're focusing primarily on nutrition, but the goal is for us to integrate other health and wellness services. Amazing. And basically the philosophy is the same. Like I am essentially Tovita. My philosophies are always going to be the same. The way that I practice and the way that I 
coach is the same. I just now have a physical office location in addition to doing virtual sessions for anyone who can't make it in the office or for who perhaps lives out of state. And it's also awesome. I'm collaborating with these incredibly smart doctors on a day-to-day basis and it's just... 100%. You're probably learning... I mean, you're already like a wealth of knowledge. You could just like go on and on. Um, But it's probably like... You probably learn every single day from them and you're just... Like that's, that's where you should be. Not in a hospital. Like a place where you can like be in a vibe and you can see what other people are up to. You guys do... I'm sure it's collaborative. Yeah, it's Which is really, really, really nice. Mm -hmm. And being would you consider Tovita freelance well now I'm seeing all of my Tovita clients through Wellhouse so I'm funneling them in but I'm saying it must be really nice to go from freelance life to like a more structured world yeah yeah you know what I mean it is because it is even you know in the past year I also have been making some little life changes and work changes and it must be like really really nice to bring your people and almost diverge them into a new space and a space that makes more sense for you, especially at the age that we are. And we're really trying to find that, you know, major thing that like we want to put into the universe. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Wellhouse couldn't be a better place for you to like level up and get yourself forward and out there. And when I, when it was funny because we've been emailing from a different email and then she started emailing me from this new one and I was like, what's up over here and she's like I'll tell you all about it on Friday and I was like dope so I'm really happy for you I'm Thank so excited you. and obviously like tell us more about it tell us I want to know the you mentioned nutrition concierge can yeah. you just like tell us because I, I mean I obviously know what it mm-hmm. means but just tell someone because I think it's the coolest term ever and I think more people need to like be okay with that term the nutrition concierge rather than you know, some people think I have to talk about my food or this or that, and they think mm-hmm. of it negatively. Where I saw this this verbiage, and I'm like, oh my god, I love that! I'm totally happy <laughs> to be nutrition concierge. website. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. But I just thought that was such a good way to put it because, you know, again, whenever anything gets brought up about food or anything, it's a sensitive, it's a sensitive yeah. subject. It's just such a sensitive subject. So when I heard that, I was like, what a great way to put that for people who feel uncomfortable talking yeah, about food. Because food is a weird thing to talk about for a lot of people. For sure. So when it comes to making nutrition changes, diet changes, um, for a lot of people, that's a huge change. It can be a 180. Um, Mm -hmm. And it can be intimidating. It can be scary. Mm -hmm. And especially when people are paying out of pocket for a service because we don't take insurance for this. They expect the best and they deserve the best, honestly. So when you're making these changes, it's important to have that constant guidance. It's important that you're able to have access to someone who can answer your questions as you have them, Mm -hmm. not, you know, waiting a full week till your next session to be able to ask a question. So my goal is really to be able to guide people throughout this transformation and answer questions for them as they have them. And you're like available to them whenever. Yeah. Which is the concierge part. Yeah. I always tell them I'll answer an email within 24 hours, Mm -hmm. put it in the subject line if it's more imminent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I want to be able to help them. And when they're in the grocery store, if they see a new product or they're not sure about something I said or they heard something and they want to run it by me, that I'm available to answer these questions for them because... Because, again, people have been eating a certain way for their whole lives or they've been doing a certain something for their whole lives. And the way that we eat or our food behaviors Mm -hmm. can trace all the way back to when we're kids. Like, think about it. When you're a kid and you're told 
okay, if you do something good, you can have ice cream and food becomes a reward and junk food becomes a reward. Or you're told as a kid, like you can't leave the kitchen until you finish your meal and you clean your plate. Mm -hmm. Now someone has like associates meals with finishing everything and eating everything on the table. Um, fast forward 20, 30, 40 years even, that's probably not such a good habit to have. Right. So like licking the plate clean. Exactly. <laughs> so I want to be able to be a support system for someone beyond just our sessions together. And that's where the concierge term I lo- comes I, I love that term because I too myself have had my own little eating issues and this and that. And there's never a good word or place or frame that you can be like, help or like whatever it is and you're like I heard I heard nutrition concierge and I was like what a like what a great that would have been great for me in that time right, of uh, right. Barcelona coming back and feeling awful about myself right like, I just want to talk to a nutrition concierge I <laughs> yeah, don't want to talk like I don't want to I didn't want to diet I didn't want to change who I was I really did need a con like someone to, to just help you yeah out. totally like fully just help me out so I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. As you know, and as my followers know, I'm a yoga instructor. So I really see the outside of people. And I know you see within, literally. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you could even see me and be like, you like this, you like this. You probably eat this, you probably lack that. Mm-hmm. With that being said, what is it that you often see with your clientele? And I want to make it clear because we're discussing age ranges 24 to 33 mm-hmm. is what I think. So what would you say when you're looking at someone around our ages that you notice that people, like, whether it's iron deficiency, whether you're, like, because I'm saying it from Mm -hmm. a seeing perspective, and I assume that you also can see someone and be, like, they're lacking this, they're lacking that, they're lacking this, and and maybe I'm totally wrong, and you're, like, that's not me. I don't see that. I won't look at someone and say, oh, you're definitely iron deficient at all. I would need them to have a blood test and to to make sure that that's the case. But you can see when someone, there are signs of health. You know what I mean? Totally. Like like drinking a lot of water. You can see someone's skin is glowing. Yeah, someone's skin is glowing and their hair is thick and they look like they're a healthy weight and they're not overweight or they're not too thin. Right. Um, So those are physical signs that can kind of dictate someone's health right off the bat. But something like low iron or low vitamin D, personally, I would need to see a lab. Totally. And, Although there and are clinical signs, I just personally would need to see a lab. I also feel like you are just si- such a scientific person. You just want to be sure. I feel like you would just never want to be like, I see you this way. You'd be like, no, 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 I'm going to make sure you have the yeah. lab results. Yeah. But no, I just figured, you know, I see people's bodies and I'm like, your right hip is absolutely not okay. So I can only sometimes imagine that you're like, I can see your gut health. Like, they're right, just like, right. you know, I've, I've obviously met with many Ayurvedic chefs and this and that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you don't eat enough carrots. And I'm like, how do you know? And they're That's like, so because funny. I know. And they're totally, like, they're totally right. So I just didn't know if you had that, like, kind of um knowledge of that and right, maybe right. maybe that's just because jeremy rocksmith i love you he's the krupalu chef he's amazing mm-hmm. um he he lives i'm sure you know ayurvedic eating mm-hmm. it's basically eating within the seasons and he in my three days with him just like really really put it in my brain of what i was lacking mm-hmm. and how you know what he did he correlated it with my yoga he mm-hmm. was like eat what you want on monday eat how you eat, mm-hmm. eat how I eat on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Let's see how your practice is then. My practice was insane. Interesting. So he was like, you got to like, you got to think about what you're eating. You got to like put it, but he knew mm-hmm. what I was lacking. Right. And like, he literally gave me a different meal than every single other person. He was right. like, you're doing this because I know what you're missing. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> like you're absolutely crazy. But I didn't know if maybe that was something, but he's also 
a looker. Right. He, like, literally, I don't even think he measures food. I think he, like, just eyes it all out and, like, mm-hmm. decides, you know what no, I mean? No, I don't measure food either. I hate, like, measuring things and attaching food to numbers or anything like well, that. Well, now I that I've, like, calories. started making haul, I've been, like, very into measuring, but it's different with, like, well, I would never measure, a but I would never, yeah, I would never measure our dinner. Right. No, no, no. Never. Not, I mean, listen, maybe I'd be like, okay, that's a little too much salt. But, like, no, I'm not measuring anything. It's just, like, a little spritz here, a little this here, a little that. Following a recipe is very different from like constantly measuring your food or weighing your food we, or, or counting we also calories. don't have a, a, a scale here good we're good. Like very we are very i say we boomer and i are very just like be yourself feel yourself be well and like all should be well love if that. you're well love that <laughs> so i need to ask what has because you've had a lot of facets in this job and you've moved a lot and you know, you've now been in this for, what, six years, six, seven years? Since 2014. Yeah, so what has been the most rewarding part of this job? That's a really good question. I think the most rewarding part of this job is watching people transform their lives, their health, their relationships, their relationships with themselves because they feel more confident when they're at a weight that they're more comfortable at or they have more energy because they're eating better and they're sleeping better and they're mindful. Um, It's rewarding to watch someone transform their health and come off of their statin medications or blood pressure medications or whatever medications they're on. Mm -hmm. I just, there's so much that you can do from the standpoint of prevention when it comes to nutrition Mm -hmm. and mitigate certain health complications with nutrition intervention. So seeing that happen is is incredibly rewarding. Yeah, I can only imagine. Is yeah. there any like success stories? You don't have to obviously say names, but anything yes, that you're like yes, that that, yes. that will always stick in your brain. Yes. Oh my gosh, a bunch. One that I'm thinking of right now is this woman who came to me originally with all of these health issues. Um, weight loss was like a minor goal, mm-hmm. and she ended up changing her diet, improving her diet tremendously. She was eating a lot of processed foods previously and feels amazing now. Has lost so much weight that she naturally but she like like, did it on her like she didn't mean to and it happened. Exactly. Exactly. And she always writes me and says I just can't believe sometimes that I choose these foods in the grocery store and I crave them. I know. That's the craziest part. Mm -hmm. When you start changing and noticing, and that's what Jeremy taught me, is like, when I'm like, I never wanted a sweet potato ever (laughs) in my life, and now I'm gravitated towards them. So it is like, yeah, the guy, she's smiling ear to ear right now. (laughs) Like, it is, but it is a big deal for someone to go from french fries to being like, I just want a big sweet potato. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, that's a big change. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. And that that's honestly the most rewarding part to me. That's that's really, really special. And I know we talked about this before, but what's one of the best pieces of advice that's been given to you? <laughs> or it can be a quote or something you, like, like to live by. Yeah, absolutely. So my boyfriend, if he's listening ever, <laughs> which is probably not. Um, better but, be. but I stole this from him. It's a quote that sits on his desk and... I just think it's amazing, and I'm going to tell it to you guys. Please do. It is, vision without execution is just hallucination. Yep. What a trippy quote. Yep, absolutely. So dive deep into that. So basically it's just saying, like, everyone has an idea. If you can't execute your idea, it's kind of meaningless. Mm -hmm. So it's just harping on the importance of execution and that's something that I kind of like to play in my head when it comes to anything that I do. Great if I have an idea, it's just an idea. How can I execute it? 
Also, I just want you guys to know Leah is the kind of person who doesn't just execute and throw something out there. She will only put it out there if it's, like, fully worth it, fully worth your time. Like, that's why I am so grateful that you're here because everything you put out there is so meaningful. That's so nice. And, it, and you can feel it. Like, you can genuinely feel it from an outside perspective. So, I just, I just needed to know that. And I want to know, are you cool with us getting a little personal? Let's do it. Or shall we not? Let's do it. <laughs> All right, because that is the vibe I like to know about people's lives. I love that you gave us everything about nutrition. And obviously, I hope everyone gives Leah a follow and Tovita Nutrition because that's who I follow <laughs> for all of my nutrition advice. And also, like, skin, hair. Like, she really, like does it all she's only going into food which is great because we can leave the other stuff for another episode which (laughs) is great because we could go deep into skincare products really really deeply for sure but so I want to know do you live with your significant other and if so how does he eat are you particular about the refrigerator because I very much imagine you to be like you take the closet I'll take the fridge oh that's so funny (laughs) no I'm more like I'll take the fridge and I'll take the closet too (laughs) Um, I'm having, I'm taking it all. (laughs) Exactly. So I do live with my boyfriend, uh, but he is out of state. He's in Nashville Mm -hmm. Monday nights through Thursday and then is back in New York on Thursdays. Um, so we joke and I say, it's my apartment. He lives there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, it's our apartment. Um, but with the fridge, I guess he He's on this crazy diet right now, honestly, that I have no part in. Right. He doesn't listen to me when it comes to nutrition. Okay. Which is really funny. I mean, it's a very normal thing because Boomer, obviously, I'm a yoga instructor mm-hmm. and I'm like, you should do this. You should do this. Like, it's like, we're, we, we just talked about this before mm-hmm. about our friends. We can tell them to do it all we want, but like, they have to find it out for themselves. Yeah. It's almost like <laughs> when, you're, when you're too close to someone or like when your mom gives you advice totally. and you're like, I don't want to hear it from you. But then if a friend gave you the same advice, you'd be like, wow, that's incredible. hundred percent. He'll hear another, we'll go to like lines and he'll hear like another yoga teacher and be like, love that. But it's me. And I'm like. And he's like, eh, yeah, I'm not here for it. And exactly. I'm like, she exactly. literally said the same thing I said last week. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very natural thing for people to like catch on to what other people are doing. Do you think your boyfriend and you have caught on to like, is there anything that you've taken from him food wise? Is there anything that he's taken from you food wise? And also, is there anything you've both taken from each other personality wise? Um, ooh, loaded question. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Food wise, yeah, he's taken from me cauliflower gnocchi. If anyone follows the Instagram, you know I eat it all of the time. It's such an easy go to, especially like if I'm working late and I have my air fryer now, which I'm obsessed <laughs> with. So I, I kind of make it all the time. We recently got him on the bandwagon too. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything food wise he's taken from me, it's that. Mm-hmm. Um, anything food wise I've taken from him is zero. The kid like starves himself when he's on. <laughs> On these crazy diet so but he also works really really hard and he, I feel like he for I feel like people who are in, he's in an office setting right yeah I feel like people in an office setting truly forget to eat um yeah I think his forgetting to eat is intentional but <laughs> but it's true he does work really hard so we'll give him a pass yeah we have to give him a pass so was there ever a time in your life where and actually, no, I'm going to cancel this question out because you were in fourth grade when you had knowledge that you were going to change this. So this question <laughs> does not even pertain anymore. So I need to ask, were your parents always healthy lifestyle livers? Um, 
I think my mom has always been health conscious, but I don't think she's always done it right, mm-hmm. um, which isn't a knock against her. I don't think that totally. the, the knowledge was like out there at mm-hmm. that point. I remember she used to pack me power bars sometimes, like as snacks for lunch, which obviously her intention was that it was a healthy snack, but now we know there's a lot of junk in so many right. of these bars, so her intention was good, but I don't think it accomplished what she was hoping it would. Um, but yeah, she's definitely always made health and nutrition a priority. Also heart disease runs in my family on my father's side. So it's something that she's always kind of kept at the forefront of her mind and thus our kitchen growing up to kind of prevent him from going down that genetic I just figured you must have had like someone in the, in your realm of world who is a little bit with it. Totally. But I was definitely the most, like I'll never forget my mom being like, you want me to save the steamed broccoli water I mean I still think that's just the most absurd thing ever (laughs) so I'm gonna end on this note as you know we're really creating and shaping our lives your overs and preparing Shabbat what do you find is the correlation between humans and food because I know the direct reason we celebrate Shabbat is not only because we need food Mm -hmm. so I want to know from you Mm -hmm. why you think there's a correlation between humans and food and what it is because it's so much bigger than just nutrition yeah absolutely um food brings people together the act of eating brings people together there's a social aspect of enjoying a meal with people and having great conversation and that's actually something that i think kind of goes by the wayside in the american tradition because we eat on the go all the time Mm -hmm. you walk the streets of new york city you see people walking to get to their meeting and holding a sandwich in one hand and their ear pod in the other ear and it's just not conscious and it's not satisfying Mm -hmm. um and I think that it's super important to have meals with the people you love and care about and family and you know enjoy food and feel satiated from it totally no I just wanted to know what you thought because you know I'm on this journey and every Friday I come (laughs) back to the same question food and people and how do we all correlate and all that and the healthiness and you're right. It, it's it's super important. People are all on the phones eating a sandwich here and there. So it's so important to take that time out and enjoy the food and enjoy the company of the people you're with. Because yeah. sometimes company makes the food better, to be completely honest. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, you could be at a shitty restaurant, but, like, if you're with the best people, it's going to be great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So I could really, really talk forever, and I know we are going to have a follow-up segment. Um, but I just want to... One, thank you for coming on here. And two, we said this before, but eating is a dual relationship. And I just want any 23-year-old listening, what's a final piece of advice you could give a 23-year-old who's maybe, you know, starting to transform their lives and change a little bit. Like for Mm -hmm. me, I always say to people, start off by drinking more water (laughs) because people don't drink, people really don't drink enough water. I know you, I know you do, but like, what would you say as a final, like, goodbye, this is what I think you should start implementing. No, I would say two things, honestly. I don't think there's one sentence that I could say that's impactful enough in terms of like a suggestion for people to go off and do. But I would say you're 23 years old. Remember at the end of the day, it's only food. Like think about that for a second. Let it simplify kind of your feelings because it's only food at the end of the day. Um, Don't stress about it. Um, Enjoy your life. It's something, you know. 100%. Food is a part of your life. Don't let food control you. Absolutely. And at the same time, think of food and your meals as what can this do for my body? You know, a big part of my philosophy isn't just 
what you shouldn't be eating, but it's what you should be eating and thinking of your meals as how can this benefit my body and how can this help me live to my potential and be my best self. And just kind of remember those two things. And I guess that's my quote to leave you off on. I love that. And again, thank you so much for coming and thank you for giving us so much knowledge. And honestly, I'm going to be leaving with the thought of taking the steamed broccoli water and (laughs) trying that out because I think that that's honestly one just so aware of you to know it what 10 years old yeah I was so young that's honestly it tastes really bad like there are better ways to get your nutrition is it it similar to like celery juice different different I gotta try it all I know is you're not gonna like it it. I I mean I don't like celery juice but I still I'll have it from time to time all right so get back to me tell me how it goes I'll let you know how it goes and Anything you want to plug in, let us know about your new endeavors, where anyone can find you. Yes, yes. So now I'm practicing at Wellhouse Health, which is within medical offices of Manhattan. Our address is 211 East 51st Street. Yay. Shameless plug. <laughs> you can follow Tobita Nutrition and at Wellhouse Health. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks let's for go try some me. Yes, let's do it. <laughs>